Vera Payne. In such a short time, DJ Famba has made his mark on the scene. With multiple songs and collaborations under his belt, there's no slowing for this Canadian native. Famba joins me to speak about his career, latest track, and upcoming projects. Thanks for joining me, Famba. Thank you for having me. Okay, so tell me, how long have you been a DJ for? I've actually been DJing for longer than I was a producer. My friend got DJ gear when he was like 14, and we would just like DJ Deadmos mixes in the basement. But that was not real DJing. I had no idea what I was doing. But I guess I've been an actual DJ for about eight years now. Wow, eight years. That's still a pretty long time. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know what, maybe I've only been seriously DJing for the last like four years, three or four years. Because when I first started producing music, I really wasn't getting booked for a DJ gig. So I think that the, the DJing thing has been a recent thing. So maybe three or four years, like actually. Besides just playing around, what inspired you to do this professionally? It was the first time I went to a music festival, actually. You know, I've always been this this kind of rave kid and I was very into dance music and electronic music growing up. And I finally got to go see it in a live setting. And it kind of just like changed my life. And I was like, wow, all I want to do is be involved in this in some way. And after I left the festival, I went home and just started producing and I kind of just never really stopped. And that kind of led me to where I am now. So when it comes to spinning, what do you mostly spin? Is it trance, techno? I make dance pop music, so I definitely play some dance pop, but I play a lot of like deep house and tech house and stuff like that. Anything in between. I kind of jump around genres a lot, but it's usually always house music of some kind. Now, back in 2017, you collaborated with Frank Pierce on the hit Vibe. How did that collaboration come about? So that was actually my very first time ever making like quote unquote pop songs. Before that, I was making very underground music. And that was my first kind of time trying something. And the song like totally blew up. I mean, none of us expected it to happen like that. But yeah, that was a kind of an interesting song. Now, did you enjoy doing that collaboration? I loved it, actually. I still talk to Frank to this day. It was very fun, and that kind of opened my eyes to the world of, like, pop music and dance pop fusion. So, yeah, I'm thankful for that song. Now, is your producing style the same as your DJing? I would say my production style is definitely catered to listening and streaming, where the live show is definitely a lot heavier, a lot heavy-hitted, like, a lot more energy. I guess just more bangers in general. (laughs) And then I mix in my own music and make mashups. And yeah, I just try to make it a very fun and uplifting vibe. Now, I heard that you're a self-taught guitarist and drummer. How'd that come about? My dad played the drums and the guitar when I was younger. So I, you know, I I looked up to him and I wanted to do the same. So I kind of just grabbed the guitar and he he taught me the basics of the drums and I would just hit them in the garage whenever I could. And then I I really took a leg into the guitar and I would just play it for hours and hours every day until I eventually kind of learned how to play music with it, (laughs) not just bad noise. I like that. Not just bad noise. Uh, do you do you know how to read music, too? I have no idea. If you put a sheet of music in front of me, I would have absolutely no idea what's going on. Do you co- incorporate those instruments into your music or do you at least try? Absolutely. Yeah. Almost every one of my songs has the guitar. I also play the piano. So I do a lot of like piano on my records, but there's usually always a guitar somewhere in the mix. I try to do at least one guitar thing in every song. So tell me about your latest song, Still Call You Mine. That was a very interesting song because that was the very first song I wrote when lockdown started. And for us songwriters, we had to kind of figure out this new way of writing music. So this was the first time I'd done a Zoom session. And I was kind of against them. I was like, you know, how could you write a song like over the Internet, like not in person? But it turns out that Zoom sessions are actually quite awesome. And you get to work with people from all around the world in the comfort of your own home. So it's pretty cool. But we wrote that song in probably 
45 minutes. It was like the quickest song ever. And I knew it was something special. And I mean, it just came came out so quickly. And, and then uh, the next day I produced it out and I just, it seems like everything I did just kind of worked. Like I didn't have to think about it too much. So yeah, it came together very quickly and that usually never happens for me. So I'm, I'm glad it worked out like that. Lay it all on me, baby. When you feel weak, so crazy. When you shine someone help me. When you feel the world is burning, I don't know the feels for certain, but baby, you can share the hurting. So, there's no limit, no place we can go. No, it's true. So when you're nervous, I want you to know that I don't mind. If you got crazy, if you lost your mind, yeah, don't you worry. this song and i have to ask did you do the vocals i didn't i was just part of the songwriting i love to write songs but i'm definitely not a very good singer <laughs> so definitely like production is my main thing and i love songwriting but yeah singing i always have someone else do the singing now there's a lot of people during the pandemic where it's kind of like everything got reset for you during the ta- downtime how did it affect your music if at all it actually totally changed my music. It completely flipped it on its head because I was—I had a lot of time to think about what I wanted out of, um, you know, my career and what I wanted to make musically. You know, I really missed making house music, the the music that I was making when I first started. So I kind of reverted and started making that stuff that initially inspired me. Yeah, I've kind of totally shifted my music into this new realm, and I'm very excited about it because it just feels natural and it just kind of comes out easily. I have to ask you about your name. What inspired Famba? 
Where did that name come from? So that came from Star Wars. You know, I'm a big nerd and I'm not afraid to admit it. And I kind of wanted to pay homage to that like side of me. So I was on the Wikipedia, which is like the Star Wars equivalent to Wikipedia. And I just finished watching all the Star Wars movies and I was, you know, just looking for a name and I really wanted to name myself something cool. And then I found this, this like creature called a Famba, but it had two A's and it was like this dinosaur with a laser beam on its back. So I just took an A off and that's uh, where I got my name. And I kind of asked some friends at the time, I was like, what do you guys think about this? Does it, does it, uh, does it like ring off the, the tongue? And they were like, yeah, it sounds great. So ever since then, I've just kept the name. So you're not really a low key Warzy. You are like full out there. Like everybody's going to know that you, you're the, you're, your nerd is right there on your shoulder that you're a Warzy. Yeah. Exactly. I used to try to hide it when I was younger, and then I kind of just embraced it as I got older. It's like, why am I hiding this part of me? I love being a nerd. <laughs> I feel the same way about video games. I'm not hiding it anymore. Everybody's going to know. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me too. I'm a, I've been a gamer since I was like, you know, able to hold a controller. So I, you know, I love all of that stuff. I love technology, computer gaming, anything. I love it all. Inquiring minds need to know, which Star Wars movie is your favorite? This is probably not going to be received well, but I think The Phantom Menace is my favorite just because I it was the first one I saw. And I, I think it's always like whatever is the first one you see is usually your favorite. I love them all, but I think that one kind of like holds a special place in my heart just because, you know, the nostalgia is very real from it. Now, I remember when Phantom Menace came out and before it came out, my father sat me down and was like, Mason, you're going to watch all the old ones first. So, but I actually love Revenge of the Sith. That, that was my favorite, episode three. This is when he kills the younglings. Oh my God, that was so like traumatizing. <laughs> I know, yeah. They're all so good. They all, I think every movie has like, you know, a time and a place and everyone kind of like loves different ones, but I think they're all great. For the upcoming year, what do you have planned for yourself, like career-wise? Where do you think you're going to be going? What do you think you're going to be doing at this point? Definitely not playing shows. Not yet, at least. I, I wish. I mean, I really do hope that they come back soon. So when they do come back, I will be there. But until then, I'll just be writing. I just finished my second EP called Wishes Flying 2. So that should be slowly coming out um, over the next couple months. And as of today, I just started to write for whatever is next. So I don't know what that's going to be. But you know, I'm very excited to start on this new uh, journey of maybe an album, maybe singles. I don't know yet. Well, Famba, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. And for those listening, where can they find more information about you? You can find me anywhere on social media at Famba Music. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to hear more? Head to WGNRadio.com for exclusive content by Mason. Also, follow Mason on Facebook and Twitter at Mason Vera Payne. That's all one word. And don't forget to share the show with your friends.